if you have a goal in mind and you want to achieve that goal, you have to be willing to do whatever it takes. And if you're not, you're never going to reach that goal. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I'm your host, Joshua David Wilkinson, here with my co-host. Kyle Joseph Grandin. Grandino. Grandino. <laughs> Yesterday, we were in Starbucks getting some work done, and I had a name tag from one of our uh, courses that we did recently, and I just uh, I put it right on this, the like by my laptop, and so many people walked by. It was by. on our Instagram story, at Colossus Fit. We've been literally, every time we, me and Kyle work out together, we post so many tips that you can use for your workouts. You know, it's like an extra behind the scenes take. Uh, that's where we get a lot of our mailbox money questions. So get that, sorry, but back yeah, to the Yeah, it was just so funny. Like a guy came up to us and just was sort of laughing so hard. He's like, is that your real name? And then I'm like, no, it's his. And, and then I started laughing <laughs> and it was just like. And he, then Kyle went, <laughs> you, like you know when you you fake laugh and yeah. someone thinks it's real and it, it just keeps going back and yeah. forth and you're like what is going on here and I don't know what was so funny I don't either but I just put that and then people would look and then kind of start like giving me a bit of a weird look just because there's a name tag on my it's pretty on, legit yeah, though it's I think we smart. might we should start doing that get some looks you know like maybe if you have a business put it on the laptop like a sticker and then you know they look over get some attention anyways just just a random we got some side spicy note. new business cards uh, but maybe we could put a little name tag put Kyle Joseph Grandino body transformation specialist I love it because and that's then what I am come say hi let me change your life and then people just come up to you it's like different right you know in <laughs> Starbucks instead of just seeing people with their head down looking mad they're like wow look at these guys who are they I want to know them what's hilarious is we've already redone this podcast because it was got a little weird but yeah. here we are again two but, minutes in and but we're rolling with it anyways so <laughs> to quotes Quote, um, my quote is, uh, tomorrow never comes. Kyle Grondin. Um, I'm sure but this is a quote. Yesterday's tomorrow is today. I'm getting confused here, but <laughs> what I'm kind of trying to say for this quote is... I'm uh, kidding. It's yeah. still not tomorrow. It's today. I, I don't even want to think about it because I'm, <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already confused. It's just, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, um, to a lot of the times, tomorrow just is never going to come because then you'll... Tomorrow you'll say tomorrow which will be the day after and then it'll just never come so whatever it is you want to accomplish this is something i'm trying to do whether it's film anything or just do something or send someone a message i just try to do it right away you want something even even deeper yeah today is forever today is forever it's always today it's think always, about it tomorrow true. will be today that's very that's We're, philosophical here people are going to be listening to this going what the heck but in all seriousness it it's <laughs> it is true, true like it's it's like you know and for those of you who want to like start coaching with us or just like really want to reach out to that like girl or guy or something just do it now like don't wait for tomorrow that's it Stop like procrastinating so many people you know it's so easy to put it off i'll do it here but it's really important you take advantage of the time you have and as stupid as it sounds, you know, me and Kyle used to, when people would ask us about personal training, like, oh, can I start in two weeks? Kyle would used to say, I don't even know if I'll be alive in two weeks. It's true, though. Like, two weeks. Like, what's that? Like, it. It, it's just, it is yeah it's half silly but 100 yeah. percent serious because it's true if you want to take action take it now i don't know if i'm gonna be alive and you're gonna do it. that's a good one i need to start saying that again and then and then i, I think had, you creep people out of but it but then though. someone but then i had a, a someone who was coming in for a training was just like 
they kind of laughed and I was like, no, in all seriousness though, like if you're serious and you're ready to change, come in tomorrow. And I'm pretty sure they did because they just kind of found it funny and they're like, oh, that's true. You know, like why put it off? Right. But that's my quote and that's why. You yeah. Know? One of my clients that I had sign up, uh, I shouted him out, Corey, he's beasting it. He just keeps hitting low weight and keeps texting me. I was just talking to him right now, actually. She sent me his Marco Polo and he actually said, hey, you know, my wife wants to get going with this. Can you talk to her? And she said, hey. You know, I'm a nurse, I'm really busy, I got a lot going on, like I don't know if it's a great time for me to start. And my answer more or less was like, there's never a great time never. to start, you know? And like, you think, oh, in two weeks, this will subside, but then something else will pop up. And after a talk, she's like, you know what, you're 100% right, there is no perfect time, that's why I'm gonna take action now. And like, I respect how quick that kinda, you know, she, she realized that, and that's the thing with fitness too, is if you're only able to train or take action, when is a good time, you will never train or take action. Uh, you need to learn how to do it when you're busiest, when you're chilling, everything in between. It's all about uh, beasting it out. All right, my quote is winners win. Jeez. So apparently Kyle's never heard that. I don't know if anyone's ever heard the shooter shoot or whatever. Never. But it's a really simple quote, but it's true. Like winners do win. Like if you want to be a winner, you got to have that mindset and that commitment and that determination and focus to win. And it's a little bro-y, a little, little dumb, but if you think about it, I'm, I'm a big fan. I love and it. And the question is, are you a winner, Kyle? Oh, I'm always a winner. Liam a winner? Well, I was just putting my new quote in for the next week in our, our thing saying, don't compete, dominate. The Go reason ahead. I'm, I, that's my second quote I'm going to say is, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in setting up competitions. You know, I've had an Apple Watch competition with a buddy, you know, after a while, beat him, 150 bucks. But tell him the but true the point story. is, what yeah, happened so, first? so he won. That was ridiculous. Wait, no, he won the first time, right? Yeah. And then I and then I won, and then I won again. Because you know why he yeah. beat you? Because Kyle took his foot off the pedal. I took my foot off he the pedal. He said, this guy's he's got nothing on me. Yeah. I, I kill this guy with how active I am and took the loss. But now we've got 16 weeks out from a competition with my buddy Liam. Um, you know, basically all our, you know, maybe the past six years, we've kind of gone back and forth in strengths. And, you know, there's some lifts I'm better at. And there's, well, I'd argue he's not better at any. But right now... <laughs> Right now, he's got an edge on me, straight up. Like, if we were to step foot on the platform, he would beat me right now, I'll admit that. So now, my training has been stale. Um, I just haven't had the motivation that I should have. I haven't cared too much compounds. about strength. In the compounds, you know, I've done everything, but you know, it, there, there's just no reason for me, um, in my opinion, I haven't had the, the purpose to go in there and be like, I'm gonna squat 400 pounds today. So now, um, I'm just ready to dominate. I'm not even gonna be competing with this guy, but either way, uh, you know, we talked in one of our latest episodes about how to get out of a slump, which I 100% have been, and now that I'm 16 weeks out from competing with our, my, my buddy here, um, I'm just so fired up. Today I went in there, I did my, you know, no excuses, crushed my numbers, we put on our IG story, and I'm just like, like ready to go so it's it's amazing what it will do for you in the next six weeks are gonna be amazing um, I'm super pumped to hit some new PRs and I recommend you guys you know um, doing the same uh, friendly competitions with some buddies whether it's like a weight loss whether it's a strength gain anything like that yeah we were gonna film the video but um, on podcast rather we realized it was too repetitive about like ways to succeed out of the gym I think one of the biggest things is an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, all my clients, like pretty much weekly, just say how beneficial coaching is from knowing that someone's monitoring everything. Because they're like, if I, you know, don't stick to my goals or I don't work out, I'm going to have to, at the end of the week in the check and say, oh, I didn't do this. Mm -hmm. Right? So that accountability, whether it's a competition, whether it's a friend saying, hey, have you been doing your workout? Have you been crushing it? A personal trainer, online coaching through us is absolutely instrumental to your success. But what's funny is we take eight minutes 
the day we have probably the most questions we have in a long time <laughs> yeah. without answering questions. We got some amazing questions. So yeah, once again, on the Instagram story we post, hey, give us some questions, and we got like 40 questions, and we narrow them down to the best ones, and uh, we're amped to get into it. But once again, yeah, definitely follow us at Colossus Fit. Um, we'll probably post more IGTV videos, because I don't see why we wouldn't do that. Uh, we're just not huge into taking photos right now. But the stories uh, but are the great. stories are there, like yeah. the stories are on point. We know we just recently this week we did um, two really three different exercises for rear delts that will really help them blow them up and these are unique ones that like you've probably never seen I'd, I'd bet money on um, you know great chest activators you know great lunge very like just some really fun training content because uh, here you don't have that visual so if you want some visuals of what we're doing follow us on Instagram at C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T we still have client shout outs I just realized <laughs> Oh my gosh. Holy, we're already, anyways, this is us, you know, Mailbox Monday, we talk about we're what's, rolling. what's, you know, at least it's kind of relevant instead of just talking about nonsense, or at least I think. All right, um, real quick with the client shout outs. Okay, I'm gonna, quick. I'm gonna, you go ahead. Okay, so, shout out to my boy Scotty, uh, for the past year, been working with him, and I just wanted to wait till this exact moment because he has officially lost uh, 50 pounds, which is absolutely huge because I was just doing the calculations, um, and that comes to, 0.96 pounds per week lost consistently. So like I said, 50 pounds lost in 52 weeks, which is great, you know, he's been able to maintain his strength. Um, he hasn't lost much muscle, obviously, you know, in a deficit as a natural, you will lose some muscle, but the reason we've kind of done it at a steady rate, which is one pound per week, um, which is, you know, fantastic. A lot of the times, um, and I have to educate some of my clients on this is, you know, four pounds per week, depending on how heavy you are, or three or two, sometimes just isn't the best approach. If you can kind of create it around your lifestyle, um, which Scotty has done, you know, still having, uh, you know, great meals with his kids every single night, stuff like that, you know, working a busy job, then you're going to succeed in the long run. So great job, buddy. Yeah, for me, just real quick, I'm going to shout out William Wong, um, my client. We've only been working together for a week or two, but guy just seems like an absolute committer. You know, he came in, he did everything a lot of the time. You know, I'll get asked quite simple questions, to be honest with you, like um, very, very basic things, you know? And he's like, oh, I Googled this, I got this answer, is this correct, is this what I'm, you know, he just seems so hungry to learn and do more, and he's, you know, inquiring a lot about his form and what's going on there, and he just seems really hungry, and I know we're gonna have a lot of great success together, and every week I struggle, because there's so many people I wanna shout out, you know, I just wanna list out every single person I have nearly with all the accolades I could give, and everyone's, you know, reaching their goals, getting their successes, but, yeah, let's get into questions. Unilateral trap exercise, question mark. Yeah, I like this. So what does unilateral mean? It means working each side independently. So if I want to do a unilateral bench press, what do I do? I can do dumbbell, and if you want to make it super unilateral, you can just do one arm at a time or a single arm press. And now to the point of traps, how do you work them unilaterally, right? Uh, the easiest way would just be doing a shrug one arm at a time. You just hold one weight, counteract it with your oblique, stabilize your trunk, squeeze up from that one side, that's easy, you can do a dumbbell version of this, you know, you could hold, um, not a barbell, uh, easy bar from the side and you could do just the same thing. So all you really need to do is just think with that single arm, um, especially if you have an imbalance, you know, this is a good way to kind of target that weaker arm, you know, you could do a few more reps there. Um, start with that weaker arm, kind of know what your ceiling is and then mimic it with the other one. You have any other ideas? No, that was uh, some great info. Yeah, it was a cool question though, I've never had someone ask that. We've been really loving, Josh has introduced me, um, the trap bar, um, just because oh, you know, yeah, your hands are, are in a beast. neutral position and just really 
squeezing your. It's, it gives you the ability to shrugging squeeze. with the trap bar. Yeah, sorry, shrugging. I don't know what I said. And what's there, hilarious but. is like it's literally called the trap bar. Yeah, the trap bar. We've never done it. Like, and no, most never. people don't, right? They just do dumbbells or like a Smith machine or whatever. But give it a try. Like, it's yeah, a whole no, different. I've, I've been trash at tra um, trap training. It's been a mess. Like, I've just never something I felt great about. I and mean, that's why we've never made a form video on it. Like, mm -hmm. that's the one exercise I, I think I still have a bit to learn. Um, but the reason the trap movement is so great is when you actually have your hands in that neutral grip and you angle them maybe about a foot away from your body puts in a better position for you to squeeze the full head of your trap and get a better, more natural connection as opposed to the one on your side, you know, you're using a lot of your neck muscles. So this is a great way to kind of isolate the trap with that different, like, you know, kind of with a little bit of the bent elbow. So it's a really cool thing to kind of give a try with. I love it. So we're just gonna keep things rolling here. The next question is, what is the hardest muscle group to grow? So this was from our buddy Jackson. Ooh, this one's tough. The uh, guy that beat you in the competition. Sorry? The guy that beat you in the competition. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, well, I still beat him, but <laughs> um, I refuse to lose. That's the thing. Like, we got asked on the podcast before, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? And I hate to lose, that's for sure. Just straight up. But uh, anyways, not to get on a side uh, sign tangent I'm here. I'm going to give a stupid answer. Let's hear it. The brain. The brain. The brain's a muscle, right? I mean. I'm questioning it now. I've well, we always say like train the brain. I've like, heard it. You know, anyways, you get the point. Let's not debate the semantics of if the brain's a muscle, but honestly, I think a lot of people are great at training their body, but they just won't listen. You know, a lot of the time, like people are too afraid to break their patterns or their errors or challenge what they're doing. You know, and it's like I've always done it this way. It's fine. Like, great example is my gosh, the amount of people that bench press with um, open thumbs, mm -hmm. so they're not bench over the bar. And you're like, hey, you shouldn't do that. You know, the bar could drop on your face. Oh, I've always done it this way. The rock does it this way. You know, and it's like, well, he, it's just the same. The man could drop the bar on his face. And like, there's, um, what's her name? Uh, Katie O'Hearn? Oh, that, uh, yeah, her boyfriend, is, yeah. Um, anyways, her yeah, boyfriend, Katie Hayden Hearn, Schneider? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, dude, was he open palming or did he just slip? I think he just slipped. He just but, slipped, yeah. okay, whether he's open palming or not, um, he slipped and it messed him up. Like oh, yeah. if you drop a bar, you can kill yourself dropping on your neck, like mm -hmm. it's no joke. That's why like, you know, some people will just ignore these small things, but if you think, once again, back to my last point of thinking critically, it's so important. You're gonna have better sessions if you know you analyze. And even sometimes for me, you know, I'm like, oh, I've always trained this way, so this is how I always train. But instead you can say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna try new things, I'm gonna try different systems i'm going to see what's the best from research and application um, but now i'll answer it seriously in terms of muscle the hardest to train um i think is calves and i don't yeah, think it's necessarily because they're so used to so much um volume naturally from walking if you think of how much they're put through um you know even if you think of dorsi and plantar flexion anytime you wear like a heel boot like i am now like i actually saw a really cool article where they x-rayed people in different shoes and you know high heels get such a bad rep because you're in such high plantar flexion and it's really really tough and your foot will kind of recontort to the size of that shoe um but even me like with my heel desert boots right now or my chuckas or whatever the heck you want to call them i have that inch and it's that same little bit of plantar flexion and it's just weird right so your calves are exposed to so many different weird things in volume to actually train them properly to failure you have to beat them up and you need to do reps and reps and reps and what's especially hard is 
Usually they get grouped into the end of legs when motivation's already fading because you've destroyed your legs and everyone knows how tough that is. Like mm -hmm. heavy squats are, and then they're just kind of at the end. So I think even mentally it's hard to train them and physically it's hard to train them. Um, it's not to say you can't, but an easy swap you can do if you really want to focus your calves is start with your calves, then do your rest of your legs. Give them that priority, really isolate them, treat them like you would a bicep, give them a few more days of volume and they will grow. What's your answer? Yeah, I mean, I'd say either calves or or traps just the smallest yep, muscle groups and, and you neglect them right yeah it's just and it also it's just it's so like shoulders i would say like for me is personally like number like one in terms of like the opposite end because it's something that's so satisfying you know arms as well like you know you eat a little bit more food and you know overall your arms will get put some good size on like those muscle groups are like really fun to train like you can immediately see like the pump and stuff taking place whereas the other smaller groups that we just had mentioned i would say um you know, especially cause he's asking grow. Like I was gonna say abs for some people, but that would be more of like, you're not really growing them type thing. It'd be, I mean, it is a muscle, but you kind of think of abs as in shredding uh, and whatnot. But yeah, that's my answer there. Um, we've got another question. Um, how long do you stick with the selection of exercises before you change up the variety or switch it out? Yeah. All right, so uh, what I like to do instead of, you know, constantly changing my routine every week or month or even every three months i personally i like running a routine for three months that's where i've had the most success um i would recommend at least three months you know some people like two some people say four i mean once again i've i've had good with three and um actually quick little tidbit here anatomically your brain isn't a muscle although it contains a bit of muscle it's predominantly gray and white matter with cellular structure and function far different and more complex than a muscle. So there you go. I That's love e it. It's even tougher, actually. I love it. <laughs> but anyways, back to the point. Um, so once again, yeah, I like every three months, but what I like to do to keep it spicy for three months, and any of my clients will know with coaching, is I'm a big fan of DUP. So kind of daily underline, what is it? Yeah, underline periodization. Periodization, oh my gosh. Well, we just usually say, say that DUP. 10 times fast. Yeah. Daily underlying periodization, it's a whole mess. <laughs> I don't even want to try. Um, but what's so great about that is um, there's no set plan for DUP training, right? All it is is you're changing um, rep and set schemes week to week, right? So let's say my workout today was bench, um, squat, and bicep curl. It'd be the weirdest workout in the world. But like, let's just say, you know, when I did five by five bench, five by five squat, and then three by 12 bicep curls, right? So a way to periodize that is next time I do the same routine next week, I could run two by eight to 12 squat, two by eight to 12 bench, and then, you know, I could even, if I want to be tricky, you know, switch the bicep curls to hammer curls, right? So I'm getting a similar type movement. I'm still focusing my bicep and I can switch the reps there. You know, I could do four sets of six or something. So you're just playing with volumes, you know, tricking the brain. You're using, doing the same movement patterns, getting comfortable and building strength within them. Um, but you're challenging yourself with different reps and you're keeping it spicy and new and challenging as opposed to just doing three by eight for every movement you've mm -hmm. ever done ever. Yeah, there's some things that like, and I would never take out of my routine that I just like I've been using for like seven eight years oh, yeah. now and then just a lot of people think that like they have to have something different but like if a lat pull down works and you feel the muscles and it feels great why would you ever take something like that out you know just to say that you've switched up every single exercise that's the thing people do it for no reason if it's working why change it but you know some people do like variety is the spice of life so Switch the grip and stuff yeah, if yeah. Kyle loves lat pull down why not try a neutral grip neutral a mid neutral grip, yeah. grip or yeah. try a wide reverse grip or a reverse grip or yeah. a single arm like there's so many 
cool ways yeah. to make it unique, but it's still the same pattern. You can just do it differently. And another easy way to switch up a routine is switch from, you know, a multi like muscle movement to unilateral movement. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing two arms at once, work one arm independently, you know, switch from like a barbell to dumbbells and, um, that will always benefit you. I love it. So, um, like we've been switching from farmer's mm -hmm. walks where you hold two dumbbells, just suitcase carries and like, it's been gross hard and I, I'm right handed, but my left hand's stronger. And I've realized, I think predominantly cause I always pick things up with my left hand cause I like my right hand to be exposed mm -hmm. to text, to do whatever, to do like more, um, things where I need more coordination. So, you know, if you consider too, if you're deadlifting like 600 pounds, whatever, you're lifting a lot of 45s, and I'll change two 45s at once usually, and I always lift with my left hand. So I can do suitcase carries on my left hand like crazy. So today I did like three laps with 75 pounds, and I was doing three laps with my right hand, and I thought I was gonna die, and then I, I did three with my left, I'm like, this is a joke, I could do six. Mm -hmm. So instead what I'm doing is I'm doing three laps with my right hand, and then just two with my left. I want that right to catch up, you know, I need more trunk stability, there and I think that's something that will benefit me throughout the rest of my lift so you can challenge you know doing things with uh, both sides at once to that unilateral capacity it's very very smart uh, we've got another question can I lose 60 pounds in four months with keto and intermittent fasting question mark and now before I answer this with a with a completely serious answer I've got a few questions for you whoever you know who I'll says tell this. You who it was who? This is one of my um, personal training clients. Okay. Let's put down a posit. He needs to get in the military. He okay. needs to lose weight. It's a great question. But he's asked me this, and I have a feeling your answer would be similar to mine. So, like, my first, okay, I guess, well, that's the thing is, I was I was first going to ask, like, why is it that you want to he actually to the military. reach the goal? So, that kind of, uh, that kind of answers my question. Um, and then uh, another thing I would say is what would be the game plan after you lose the 60 pounds? Because a lot of times, um, you know, now that I've got the perspective, uh, you know, Josh will obviously take care of this individual once it happens, um, or if it happens, but which I know it will, depending on what they kind of set the goals to be. But I just always ask a couple questions because a lot of times people will have that like really quick thing. And usually it's not military related. It's someone who says, oh, my birthday is taking place or I have this trip. I want to lose 60 pounds. Um, how can I do it as quick as possible? And uh, a lot of times people don't have an end game afterwards. They don't really stick to something sustainable. So I just had those couple questions to I ask whoever questions. thinks of that. Yeah. I'll answer just yeah, go so. Ahead. So first of all, I hate this freaking question. Yeah. I, like I honestly will say I hate mm -hmm. it. I think it's such a, I'm fine with people asking it, but there's so many things to dissect in this question. And this is basically what I said to the person. Um, so 60 pounds, I understand there's a deadline, but first you need to be realistic with deadlines. So I said, absolutely, you can lose 60 pounds in four months, but it will not be healthy and yeah. you should not. You can do anything. You can lose gross amount of weights. If you never eat, starve yourself, you know, have like mm -hmm. one chicken breast every four days, you will lose a lot of weight, but you're going to look sickly and you're going to compromise your health. It's just so detrimental and pointless. And like, you know, instead of these insane goals, like you just need to get to standard, right? For yeah. military, which I don't necessarily think is six. I think you would need to do about like 40 or 35. Yeah. Um, so once again, I'm more of a fan of doing it slowly, intelligently. Even if you push it back two months, you can lose a lot of weight. And the next thing is it really comes down to the adherence of the client. Mm -hmm. Like to lose that much, you need to be, you can't be 90% dedicated. You need to be a hundred. Like you need to be so dialed in. 
And the problem is, I think if someone slips and they've gone to a point where they're not, this becomes like Biggest Loser. And like, if you know the stats from that show, majority of the people on Biggest Loser gain all their weight back. You know, these crash diets are just so dangerous and you don't learn the life skills to succeed and continue to succeed. Uh, so it's just super dangerous. And the next thing I hate about this question is how he said, with keto, keto and intermittent fasting. I know, fasting. I was gonna say that too. I and forgot. I have no problem with keto or intermittent fasting, but I, I said like, what that? why keto, why intermittent fasting? First of all, is my question. Sends me a men's health article. Mm -hmm. Someone who lost 150 pounds in six months or some crap yeah. on keto and intermittent fasting. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I have no problem with if you're doing keto, you know, stick to you. If you're doing intermittent fasting, great to you. But so many people just want these easy outlets mm -hmm. and they think, hey, if I do these two magical things, it's going to be so simple and I'm going to peel this weight. But that's not at all. You want to lose 60 pounds, you're going to work hard. You're going to grind. Mm -hmm. Whether you do it healthy or not healthy at all, like that is going to be a test of your mental ability as well as your physical ability. Like it is no joke. That is some serious work. And like if you're going into it trying to look for the easiest shortcut, that's just not how it works. Like yeah. if you want to lose substantial weight, you need to put in work. Whether you intermittent fast and keto or not, um, you know, it's just to me it already, I already in like interpret that as individuals wanting you know a, to cut a corner yeah. to get to his goal yeah and it's just not going to work like that and that's why usually when i work with new people i really have to kind of re rework their framework yeah. and understanding and it's no problem like i know a lot of people don't know and you know he's probably just confused and overwhelmed and i said we'll talk in person was my honest answer mm -hmm. right because and just making someone understand if you've not done it, I understand like there's no need to be embarrassed, but if you start by looking for corners, you will not be successful in fitness. Like yeah. at the end of the day, no matter what diet you choose, workout you choose, it's gonna come down to hard work, dedication, and mental toughness, right? Like, and there's better ways to do it, and by doing it intelligently, it won't be as tough on you. And at the end of the day, you should be doing this for health, not to just crash diet for mm -hmm. a goal and then call it there, like Kyle said, and be stuck after. So let's put this into perspective for everyone here. So let's say uh, you know you start your journey, you're doing great, your goal is 60 pounds lost for four months the first month you do amazing you're like adding in these new habits that you've never done you're going to the gym like you haven't ever been going you're tracking everything check marks all around the board on average you're losing about 1.5 pounds per week which is totally great for maintaining muscle depending on you know how heavy you are you could do a bit more but I'd say that's about pretty average for someone who's doing great you times that 1.5 by four weeks great you've lost six pounds within the first month that's amazing because you've just created some new lifestyle changes, you've created habits, you've been doing things you've never done before, but you are so far off that goal of 60 pounds because technically you should be doing 15 pounds per month, not six. What happens after the first month is you get demotivated, you lose interest, you're like, I'm never gonna be able to do this, done, you're back to doing your old habits and boom, you've fallen off completely. That's why this mindset of just the whole 60 pounds as quick as possible, you know, for the trip, for this, that, uh, I'm just not a biggest fan. So, you know, I'm, I'm the biggest fan like Josh said of educating on solid lifestyle changes to begin and just create a long-term success in, in, in the future and that's it. I was in the line at the grocery store the other day with my buddy mm -hmm. and I saw an article and it said, lose 60 pounds in six months no diet or workout necessary, just take this vitamin. Oh my god. And I'm like, man, like the problem is like there's so much pollution with, you know, misinformation and just because one person has some free case where they do this diet and at the end of the day, they're still drilling and they're still hustling. I've known people that have just worked hard and they said, yeah, like, you know, I'm just, uh, this magazine said they'd pay me all this money just to say I did this, so I'll say I did. And like even, um, I had an uncle that lost, I think 150 pounds and apparently a lot of companies like actually were reaching out to asking 
asking if they could buy his transformation photos and stuff, which is so messed up mm -hmm. because it's just going to be used to mislead people and everything. And he said no, which I respect, you know, and it, it's just crazy. So the reason we're so harsh and blatant about this is because we've worked with hundreds of people. We know how it is. And once again, I want to see people be successful, but I also want to see them happy, healthy. And fit. And fit. Like, dead serious. That's the truth. And if you're just starving yourself, it's not going to work. And, you know, unless you, you're just so sick of your place and you're ready for that mental toughness. But if you're pushing more than, like, three pounds a week weight loss consistently over a few months, um, you should be over 300 or 400 pounds because at that level, that's no problem. But, you know, if you're, like, just high 100s, low 200s, that's pretty freaking extreme. And mm -hmm. you just want to look at it as something that's not going to mess up your hormones, mm -hmm. you know, do any damage to you, remove all your lean muscle. So, yeah, there's some tough love. Yeah, I mean, uh, and if you sign up for our coaching, our personal training, you know, and if obviously you listen to our podcast, we're that's br it. He's brutally working honest. With me. I'm going to take care of him. Exactly. Just set him You're going to get an update. He's going to be client of the week soon. I love that. But that's, that's the thing is, you know, sometimes people are just post all these things just to make everyone happy. You know, like it's sometimes tough having that confrontation with like an online client who just um, doesn't get it. But at the end of the day, like it's our job to formulate it in a response that will help them understand and help them just stick to it and see success and that's why we have such a high success rate um, Josh brought up a statistic because we were taking a look at the numbers in one mm -hmm. of the, the videos we were just filming I think you guys heard but we have over 90% transformation success rate which is huge because people fall off and, and that um, includes people who just don't do anything from the start yeah. which is amazing but yeah so that's why uh, you'd be in good hands with us you know if not just like I've said in the recent podcast take everything we say and just you know implement it as long as it fits your lifestyle you know take it with a grain of salt if you want and do your own research but you know we've done the research for you guys and that's pretty much it all right peace out hombres uh leave a review if you haven't already thank you for chilling with us for 30 minutes and rock and roll this week we'll see you in the next episode peace